Suspensions handed down to two current Buccaneers and one former player in the organization on Thursday by the National Football League. I'm David Harrison of the Locked on Bucks podcast. Antonio Brown, the star wide receiver, safety Mike Edwards, and former Tampa Bay Buccaneer John Franklin III all received three-game suspensions from the National Football League for misrepresenting their COVID-19 vaccination statuses. In a statement, the NFL said, quote, Tampa Bay's Antonio Brown and Mike Edwards have each been suspended without pay for the next three games. Free agent John Franklin III, if signed by a club, is also ineligible to play in the next three games. All three players have accepted the discipline and waived their right of appeal. The suspensions are effective immediately. End quote for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers short term. Antonio Brown already expected to miss the next two games due to an ankle injury he's been dealing with for quite some time. But Mike Edwards, the young safety, has been a critical part of a Todd Bowles secondary, which has been intensely impacted by injuries during the 2021 NFL season. Now, both men will miss the next three games. Moving beyond the playing field, when Antonio Brown was brought in to join the Buccaneers squad in November of 2020, Tampa Bay Buccaneers head coach Bruce Arians went on Sirius XM radio and said that as long as Antonio Brown remained a good, upstanding citizen, that he would remain with the team and was essentially on a one-strike system. It would appear now that Antonio Brown has not been living up to his end of that bargain, so the NFL watching world will wait and see what the Buccaneers decide to do with their troubled wide receiver, especially with the playoffs looming just six weeks away. We have some more positive news on the injury front for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers heading into the divisional matchup against the Atlanta Falcons. There's some concerns among Buccaneers fans and NFL fans in general over the Pro Bowl voting. And finally, David and I are going to get into our keys to the game, our bowl predictions, our score predictions, and our player of the game predictions. All that and more on this episode of the Locked On Bucks podcast. Let's go. You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome to the Locked On Bucks podcast free available on all platforms, including YouTube. Make sure you're subscribing over there. We thank you for making Locked On Bucks your first listen or first watch every day. I'm James Yarko, rejoined by my co-host, David Harrison. You can find everything that we're doing over at BucksNation.com. Make sure you follow along on Twitter at Locked On Bucks, at JYarko underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Yeah, thanks again for making the Locked On Bucks podcast first listen or view every day. And James, like you said in the pre-roll, we've got some good news on the injury front, and it's that Antonio Brown is going to miss at least two more weeks of the NFL season. That wasn't the good news. That's not the good news. Yeah. But Jamel Dean did practice on Thursday. He Carlton did. Davis did practice on Thursday, as expected yeah. to play on Sunday. And in his, his post-practice press conference with the media, said he felt good. Uh, said he, he's he's felt like a kid held out from recess and he just wants to get on the monkey bars and play. I'm paraphrasing, but I'm pretty sure that's, that's, that's the gist of what he said. I know that, but I, I'm pretty sure it was monkey bars. That he said it was specifically. So an interesting analogy from Carlton Davis, just uh, it'll, it'll be good to see him out there playing with all of his friends once again uh, against the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. I mean, it's something that these guys have been sitting there being forced to watch their teammates go out there and play. And in a, a case like Carlton Davis, he was forced to sit on the sideline and watch his fellow position mates struggle without the top three corners on on the field. You know, when Jamel Dean would miss time as well, 
And now Jamel Dean looks like he's going to play. Sean Murphy Bunting has played well the past couple weeks. Now you get Carlton Davis back. It, it goes back to what we started saying all the way at week one with Sean Murphy Bunting. They're getting healthy down the stretch late in the season, preparing for this playoff run. And it's great, great news to have your top three corners available and playing for you to kick off, you know, a, a divisional game here in Atlanta when, when the Bucs take on the Falcons and then you head into the Buffalo game, you head into primetime with the New Orleans Saints where the Buccaneers are going to have an opportunity to clinch the division for the first time since 2007. So it stinks about Antonio Brown. You know, you and I both believed that this was going to be the game that we would mark down that, you know, here's his return. But instead, you're you're getting your entire secondary back. You have Gronk back. You have Scotty Miller back. Things are trending upward in Tampa Bay. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, with the Antonio Brown situation, I mean, I know Evan Klosky, uh, again, from WTSP Wednesdays here on Locked on Bucks, but then from 10 Tampa Bay, as most of you probably know him. Um, you know, he's, he's been, been chronicling pretty much every time there's a comment made about this Antonio Brown injury, obviously this isn't what the media was led, uh, to believe it was, but honestly, I mean, but the team and Bruce Arians said himself too, that obviously it was uh, worse off than they had expected and, and, and thought, which, you know, those, those types of things happen. Um, and the key, the key though, like you said, and you mentioned this earlier in the season, right? One of your, one of your takeaways from one of the games early on in the year was getting healthy at the right time, getting healthy. For the home stretch, December football is the most important football. Uh, I wrote something for uh, uh, FournetteNation.com, also known as BucksNation.com, which legitimately, listen, we've made this joke before. Like we've had Godwin uh, Nation.com, Brady Nation.com. I saw the joke in the group text, FournetteNation.com. I jumped in. Sean Merriman, former NFL linebacker, Pro Bowler, made some comments in an interview uh, about Leonard Fournette and finally being used appropriately. And Kind of threw some shade at the Jacksonville Jaguars, which I'm always here for. Uh, mm -hmm. So I decided to write it up again for FournetteNation.com. And James, I went on there and literally like seven pictures of Leonard Fournette staring back at me from my computer screen. I was like, wow. And, and I just added another one. So uh, it was actually kind of hard finding a new photo to use for that right. for that column. But, you know, great performances by him. And, and he had great deserving, uh, very deserving of the accolades, the Week 13 NFL or NFC Offensive Player of the Year as well. And listen. He's he's turning it on too. He was asked in his press conference earlier this week uh, how how well the Buccaneers are playing defense and how important that was, and then the running game was going to be for December football, and and he absolutely uh, was fully on board, looking forward to trying to help carry his team through this most critical month of the season. Yeah, well, and when when my in depth preview of the Bucks and Falcons drops on Friday morning, uh, the featured photo is not Leonard Fournette this time. Good. So yeah, we need to break that up a little bit. Uh, but hey, you know, you play well and you're winning awards and, and you're wow. being talked about and you're being featured on all this different stuff. You're you're getting slimed or, you know, nicely <laughs> not so slimed by Rob Gronkowski. Uh, uh, your face is going to be plastered all over outlets that cover the team that you play for. That's just how it goes. So I don't know, Chris Godwin or Mike Evans or Rob Gronkowski, maybe step your games up a little bit to match uh, Lucas Oil Lenny and, and have your face plastered all over every website known to man. Um, I think they're all okay. I think Rob is okay having his face plastered all over USAA videos and, and campaigns and, and more about that and his his relationship with the military uh, here in segment two. But just just a note and something that you can maybe throw in your, your preview if you want to. It's in, Again, it's in the column that I wrote. Um, Leonard Fournette is on pace to have his career high in receptions in a single season, career high in receiving yards in a single season, career high in touchdown receptions. 
which is one. So, I mean, you know, in the, in the season. So, I mean, that's not that's not the most impressive career high to set, but he's got one this season. So, if he gets another, it'll be a career high. Uh, but also, he's running at the at a be- the best clip he's run in, in his NFL career. He has the highest yards per attempt average right now than he has at all during his career. So, Leonard Fournette literally, literally playing the best football of his career, of his life, really, when you even go back to LSU and some of his injury-plagued seasons there. So, what you guys are seeing in Leonard Fournette is not only – what everybody thought he was going to be when he was drafted ahead of Christian McCaffrey, by the way, out for the rest of the season again, unfortunately for him. Um, But you're seeing what everybody thought that he could be in the national football league as well. So you're literally getting the best of this man. So definitely, you know, enjoy it while you have it. Yeah. It's going to be some real, real difficult shows in the off season, David, when we're talking about how Leonard Fournette is leaving the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I know Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times had an article saying that Fournette is making a great bid to stay a Buccaneer for a long, long time. I don't, I don't see that happening just because he's, he's pricing himself off of the team. If he wants to go out and bank, you know, get his bag, make his money. Uh, He's got the championship. He might have multiple when he hits free agency uh, in, in the winter next year. But uh, I'd love to keep Leonard Fournette. I just don't see it happening. Yeah, well, we'll have to wait and see. It's tough because, you know, uh, Leonard Fournette could definitely go out there and probably make himself some money, but a lot of NFL teams don't want to pay running backs these days. And also, he's being mentored by the great Tom Brady, among others, and he's admitted himself that Leonard Fournette that came to Tampa from Jacksonville, not the same Leonard Fournette as a human being uh, that we're seeing right now. And I'll tell you uh, what else isn't the normal situation that you're used to finding yourself in, and that's Boost Mobile. Our friends over at Boost Mobile, you listen to podcasts like this one for the power of knowledge about your favorite topics and and your interests and your hobbies, and you're going to switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money because with Boost Mobile, you get the power of a free 5G phone. I know you've heard that before, so you use that phone to listen to all of the latest episodes of the the Lockdown Bucks podcast here. You also get the power of three unlimited data lines, but you only get them for 30 bucks a month. That's where Boost Mobile saves you a little bit of money, so your family can harness all of that brain power to and the power of one of America's largest 5G networks, so you can do it all at the speed of 5G. With all that money that you're going to save and all that knowledge that you'll gain, James, just how powerful will you become? You'll realize that because another rival team beats Ohio State doesn't make you as an Illinois fan successful. Switch to Boost Mobile, and you, like James, can get more intelligent. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A32 5G when you switch to one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save with Boost Mobile. Free phone limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offers and coverage not available everywhere or for all phones and networks. See BoostMobile.com for details. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar. Built Bar, filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, and high in protein. You get the best of both worlds. Delicious and healthy. There are just so many flavors you're going to have a hard time choosing. Will you have raspberry, mint brownie, cherry, double chocolate, cookies and cream, peanut butter brownie? The the possibilities are endless. Not only that, Built Bar gives you that extra fuel that all those Buckeyes could have used against Michigan. You just need 
to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers. If you're standing in line, uh, Built Bar can give you that extra something to keep you going. So throw it in your jacket or your purse. You never know when you're going to need it. Are you friends with Santa? I'm friends with Santa. Are you friends with Santa? Because I've already told him to throw a few Built Bars in those stockings for Christmas morning. And with so many flavors, they'd make anyone's Christmas a happy one. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and you're going to get 15% off your order. Again, Promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Segment two here in our final preview of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers face the Atlanta Falcons this weekend, week 13, looking to get just one game closer to securing that NFC South division title and a playoff spot. Thank you again for making the Locked on Bucks podcast. First listen or review every single day. David Harrison on Twitter at DHarrison82. James Yarko at JYarko underscore Bucks hashtag Buckeye hater on Twitter, the show at Locked on Bucks. I knew I, I knew I messed up because I'm like, oh, he's got an ad read right, right after me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. While you were finishing your ad read, <sighs> scoping out exactly where to put that Buckeye dig because I told Evan on Wednesday, I wasn't going to bring it up with you on the show. You were on the short list. Yeah, because I do the heavy lifting on the show. I I'm glad you admitted that publicly, but it's I for your own purposes. Directly attack you about the game because you're a good friend of mine i mean my yeah. best friend uh for basically my entire life i didn't give him any grief yeah. my brother-in-law i didn't give him any grief but there were some guys at the depot that love doing this so you better believe i gave it to them in full force yeah well deserved it's all love of course uh we've also got some love from bucks fans we've had a lot of voicemails come in we've played a lot of voicemails but james we got one more so let's hear from one more fan before we get into uh, some unfortunate news, actually, about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Let's do it. James and David. It's your boy, Mo Mackin, out here in San Jose, California. And I told everybody to simmer down and relax because look what happens when you keep a clear head. Two games showing very consistent overcoming. We've seen the Bucks come and play a full game against them. And it shows. What also shows that I'm seeing is Tom Brady misses his, his two safety blankets, which was Rob Gronkowski, and that clearly shows. And his second safety blanket, Antonio Brown. Once we get AB back, I think Tom Brady will, you know, it, it'll come out and be a quicker first half, quicker, more efficient offense, and they'll be able to get their game plan in a lot faster than what we're seeing. But I love the fight that I'm seeing. Lombardi Lenny was in full effect. I've seen it. Lucas Oil Lenny. I don't know who, which one of you two posted that, but it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing to see the Bucks win. It's a beautiful thing for everybody to be happy. We're eight and three, boys. Let's go. All right, Mo. Thank you very much for the call. And yeah, I was very excited to start tweeting out hashtag Lucas Oil Lenny. Um, I I did a lot more tweeting in that game than I thought I was going to. Shout out to uh, to Len for running the Bucks Nation Twitter for that game, but I was still popping in on the Bucks Nation Twitter account and sending out my Parks and Rec gifts and and tweeting Lucas Oil Lenny repeatedly because it was it was well deserved. Um, something that something else that's well deserved for some of these Buccaneers players that they very clearly are not going to receive are Pro Bowl votes. And Greg Allman, I'm going to go ahead and run through this this thread, David, that Greg Allman put out in regards to the Pro Bowl voting. Uh, it was a series of 
three or four, maybe five tweets um, talking about the Buccaneers standing amongst their position groups for Pro Bowl voting. And so Greg Allman starts off by saying, Bucks quarterback Tom Brady ranks fifth among all NFL players in fan balloting for the Pro Bowl with 111,716 votes. Overall leader is Colts running back Jonathan Taylor with 126, 381 votes. Very well deserved for Jonathan Taylor. Fan voting continues for another two weeks. He would go on to say, Bucks Devin White remains the NFL's top vote getter at inside linebacker in fan Pro Bowl balloting with 78,315. He and Tom Brady are the only Bucks players leading their respective positions. Alphabetical order continues to dominate Pro Bowl offensive line fan voting. Top tackle is Teron Armstead. Top guard is Joel Betonio. Top center is David Andrews uh, with Tyler, I don't know how to pronounce that last name, Beatas. Um leading the NFC, and then Greg throws out the disclaimer, scroll down some people. Uh, in reference for the Buccaneers, Alex Kappa is sixth at guard. Tristan Wirfs is seventh at tackle. Ryan Jensen is ninth at center. Ali Marpet, tenth at guard. It is a travesty. But David, I'm going to give you the floor to react to some of this Pro Bowl news. Yeah, it, it just it kind of goes back to, you know, people have been saying for years that the Pro Bowl is nothing more than a popularity contest. It doesn't really have to do uh, with the quality of, of the player uh, or the or the production on the field. And, and to a certain extent, that's that's 100 percent correct, because uh, not for nothing, guys. And, and you know, I, I love Devin White. Don't get me wrong. But his his overall grade on PFF, and I get the PFF has its own level of hate and everything, right? But he's the 151st ranked linebacker in overall linebacker performance, and and I don't think that's you know like you look at you know Delshawn Phillips from from the New York Jets. Is he a better linebacker than Devin White? Absolutely not. So obviously there is there is some some skew in there or whatever. But Levante David, you know, let's let's just look him up real quick. Levante David is oh uh 24th overall in in linebacker grades and and i'll be honest with you i think levante david and and devin white are both obviously very good very very talented linebackers but which one has played better in the 2021 nfl season levante david has but who is the bigger name the bigger household name in the large markets and all that stuff it's it's devin white and part of that is lsu part of that is preseason hype you look at the nfl top 100 uh, and, and, and all that stuff. So Devin White has the name notoriety. Levante David doesn't have as much still, obviously one of the more underrated players in the National Football League. Yeah, when I take a look at the, at the Buccaneers that I feel deserve to be named to the Pro Bowl, it's Tom Brady, Mike Evans, Levante David, Tristan Wirfs, Ali Marpet. At the end of the day, you're right, you know, and, and a lot of people are right in, in the fact that it is a popularity contest and it's not always the people that deserve to be named to the Pro Bowl team, actually do. Take a look at Levante David. He's a prime example. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, the, the Pro Bowl is a while away, and there's still time to vote if you're if you're a fan and you want to try to help correct some of those numbers. By all means, go out there and cast your vote. If you want to get Devin White in there, regardless of what anybody thinks, I mean, I, I'm all about Devin White getting into the Pro Bowl. I hope he doesn't play, obviously, um, for right. obvious reasons. Um, but some something that's happening this weekend, James, and it's, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty cool. Uh, look, there's been a lot of conversation over the years about what NFL players are allowed to do and are not allowed to do as far as making statements or being themselves on the field of play. I'm not going to get into all that stuff. But this weekend, uh, it's my cause, my cleats weekend in the NFL, and it's one weekend where the NFL does. They still put parameters on it, right, because it's the NFL. 
uh, but they do allow the players kind of come out and show a little bit of who they are uh, and supporting some causes that are near and dear to their hearts. Rob Gronkowski, we mentioned in segment one, has been doing a lot of work with USAA, has been doing a lot of commercials for USAA, but also teamed up with USA and the USO. That's who he is uh, representing on his cleats. Had an Army Master Sergeant there at Raymond James Stadium for a tour. Uh, did a whole thing. Their family, uh, his family, is actually on the cleats them- themselves, which I think is, is pretty cool. Tom Brady, uh, your quarterback, he, his cleats are representing the Players' Coalition, TB12, of course, and the Navy SEAL Foundation. Devin White uh, supporting a Door of Hope, an, an adoption foundation, uh, trying to find people good homes. Levante David, long supporter of the Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Tampa Bay. I've written articles about it, you guys. Uh, if you've been paying attention, I've seen plenty of news about what he do, does for those guys, continuing to do that with his cleats. Team Godwin, of course, will be on the feet of Chris Godwin. Uh, Nick Leverett, you know, launched into action. Ali Marpet looks like he's probably going to be good to go. But if Nick gets back onto the field, uh, then he'll be he'll be uh, throwing out there the National CMV Foundation and the Big Man Foundation uh, from Aaron Stinney. Unfortunately, obviously, he's not going to be able to wear them on the field. But uh, American Cancer Society is is in there. The Arians Family Foundation, obviously. Is in there in total more than 50 Buccaneers players and personnel are gonna be wearing custom shoes and or cleats this weekend. It's it's a good news story, James. We get, you know, the, the media gets blasted for covering nothing but negativity. Um, so there's some good happening out there in the environment and in the community. So we wanted to talk about that as well. Absolutely. Yeah, and I, I love the the my calls, my cleats. You get a lot of really great stories and you find out a lot about some of these players that you normally don't hear about. Like you know, you mentioned you had written about Levante David being very involved and very supportive of the Big Brothers, Big Sisters. Uh, yeah, that's an incredible foundation. I've done work with them before. I met former Ohio State Buckeye and former Tampa Bay Buccaneer Will Allen. He was a spokesman at one of the events that I was working. I got to have a wonderful conversation with him. So it's it's some of these things that a lot of these guys aren't out in the forefront, you know, talking about these, you know, the time and the money that they spend with some of these charities because they don't want the additional attention. They just want to be there to help. So it's great for them to kind of get out there, make their beliefs and, and their, uh, you know, what's important to them known through the, my cause, my cleats. It's a wonderful, wonderful weekend. I'm excited to see all the different designs for the Buccaneers players there. We're going to get to our predictions for the game coming up in just a moment. But we have to let you know that Bet Online has you covered all season with more props, odds, lines than ever before as football season continues to march to the playoffs. Shout out to those of you who are listening on uh, on Wednesday and you put your money down at Bet Online on Marcus Freeman to become the next head coach of the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Congrats to him. What a great move that was. But you know, they had the props there at Bet Online that you could have won some money when that announcement was made because Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code locked on. Again, promo code locked on L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, all the way down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait. Take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Wrapping things up here on a preview Friday edition of the Locked On Bucks podcast. James Jarko, David Harrison on Twitter at jarko underscore bucks at dharrison82. 
David, let's run through these. It's the typical segment three on a Friday episode for a Sunday game. We're going to give our keys to the game. We're going to make some predictions. My key to the game is you have to take advantage of the opportunities on defense. You're going up against a Atlanta Falcons team that is averaging 18 points a game. Matt Ryan has not looked sharp. There's still no Calvin Ridley. Kyle Pitts has essentially been shut down since he had back-to-back games of over 100 yards. Uh, Coral Patterson is averaging more yards per touch than anybody in the NFL with 6.8. But Matt Ryan, when under pressure, is going to put the ball in danger or he's going to cough it up. The defense needs to have another performance like they did against the Indianapolis Colts, opportunistic, getting sacks, taking the ball away four times on the defensive side. Of course, they had that fifth one that was special teams. You need to go out there on the road again and have a statement win and just absolutely bury this team because when you stack these two teams up, pound for pound, weapon for weapon, You know, 53 man to 53 man. There's no reason that the Buccaneers should not come away with a double digit victory. No, absolutely not. I mean, honestly, the Atlanta Falcons number one receiver would be wide receiver number four on on the Buccaneers roster at best. And and that's, I mean, the the Bucs receiving core is stacked though. So, I mean, that's not a whole lot of shade, but it just kind of is the situation that each of these teams are in. You mentioned Cordero Patterson. I'm talking about Kyle Pitts. And I know Pitts, is, he's been falling off a little bit. Right? He's a rookie, so he's going to have up and downs in his rookie season, especially. And then the offense uh, in general has been struggling. But we also know the Buccaneers linebackers uh, specifically and you know, over just overall have had some struggles uh, containing receiving threats out of the backfield and containing uh, vertical threats out of the tight end position. So I'm going to say they got to prevent or at least limit explosive play opportunities for Cordero Patterson and Kyle Pitts. And I'm going to go three. You can't give up more than three explosive plays to either of these guys, specifically in the passing game. And for those who don't know, explosive play in the passing game is 20 yards or more. So you give up more than three explosive plays. Uh, it's Cordero Patterson or Kyle Pitts, especially on separate drives. I mean, you talk about having like one really bad drive where you give up, I don't know, a 20-yarder or a 20-yarder and a 30-yard touchdown or something like that. That's bad enough, but it's only one drive. But if you give up three explosives on three separate drives, you can find yourself in a fist fight that you don't want to be in. And the guy that I'm looking out for helping out with that. Kyle Pitts is going to get get targets. You know, Cordero Patterson's going to touch the ball. Antoine Winfield Jr. We saw him blow coverage on one of the Colts' uh, big plays. You know, look, every, nobody's perfect. Everybody gets an alibi here or there. The team came away from the win, so you can forgive him for it. But in this game, you want to see him come back more disciplined, keep everything in front of him, do what he's supposed to do when he's that deep safety. Still expect the Buccaneers to pull him up front, blitz him from time to time. Absolutely not calling for Todd Bowles to not do that. But when Antoine Winfield Jr. is back there in coverage, and when he's supposed to contain offensive uh, plays for for as little yardage as possible, want to see him being effective like he has been. Yeah, absolutely. And and I look for Antoine to have a big game, and and I think he's going to be one of those opportunistic players that does end up getting a takeaway. My predicted player of the game is going to be another guy that plays into your key of the game. That's Levante David. In week two, when these two teams faced off, nobody really knew what Patterson was at that point. He was kind of like, oh, that's they got their little gadget guy. Yeah, he can he can run, he can he can catch the passes. Now the Atlanta Falcons offense runs through Patterson. So what are you gonna do? You're gonna have Levante David out there making sure that he's not getting the big play out of the backfield and he's not getting a big play in the passing game. Now, I'm not saying that David is going to shadow Patterson all over the field. There's going to be times where you're going to have Jamel Dean lined up on him. There's going to be times you're going to have Devin White lined up on him or maybe even Carlton Davis. 
But I would say the primary spy for Patterson is going to end up being Levante David because he is so versatile and he is so good at both stopping the run and dropping back in coverage. So I look for Levante to have a similar style game that he had against the Indianapolis Colts where he just was not allowing anything to happen for their running back when he was on the field. And that has absolutely nothing to do with my bold prediction, which I'm going to dive into my bold prediction this week, Tom Brady undefeated against the Atlanta Falcons, 28 to three, yada, yada, yada. We all know. Mm. Okay. The Atlanta Falcons remain one of five teams that Tom Brady has never lost to the other ones being the new England Patriots, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Minnesota Vikings, and Dallas Cowboys look for that to remain the same this weekend. I'm saying Tom Brady, over 400 yards passing, four or more touchdowns, zero turnovers, zero, none, zip, zilch, nada, no turnovers on the road for Tom Brady. Yeah, so start him in all fantasy formats. My bold prediction is going to go into your yardage and your touchdown prediction for Tom Brady. Every active tight end for the Buccaneers this weekend is going to get a touchdown. Uh, Last week, that would have been Rob Gronkowski, Cam Brady, O.J. Howard. Expect it to be the same, but I kind of leave the open-ended Every active tight end, just in case something crazy happens, right? Um, look, OJ Howard got out snapped by Cam Brate last weekend, and I don't know if the injury is flaring up. I don't know if it's something else, whatever it is. OJ Howard only played like 13 offensive snaps, so that's why it's a little bit bold because OJ may only have like 13 tries, and, and out of those 13 tries, he's probably an inline blocker for like eight of them. Um, so that's gonna be my bold prediction. And my score prediction the Buccaneers currently favored by 11 and a half points. I said this on the crossover, but in case you didn't see the crossover, I'll drop it here as well. I've got the Buccaneers winning 31 to 17. By the way, that crossover, Aaron Freeman knew as early as week two that Cordell Patterson was going to be a huge part of that Falcons offense going back to that crossover episode. So go check out what Aaron had to say about this weekend's game. Yeah, the the crossover was outstanding. I did listen to it uh, while I was working yesterday. And Aaron Freeman knows his stuff. You know, I heard him say that in week two, and I was like, yeah, we've heard that before about about Corderell Patterson and uh I'm not I'm not buying it you have to buy it now the proof is in the, in the pudding guy has Absolutely. almost a thousand all-purpose yards this year uh he is an absolute weapon that the Bucks are gonna have to shut down my score prediction I'm going a little bit more bold than you are I do also have the Buccaneers scoring 31 but I got the Falcons with only 10 points in this one with that David we are out of here thank you to Mo for calling in make sure that you're calling in with your post-game reactions to 813-444-5841 or send us an email at LockedOnBucksPodcast at gmail.com. We thank all of you for making Locked On Bucks your first listen or first watch every day, but now make sure that your second listen is the Locked On Bets podcast, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Make sure you're subscribing over at the YouTube channel. We really appreciate all of you that have. We we have a lot of, of videos where there's some great conversation and uh, some criticism, both fair and unfair, in the comment section, whether it's of us, David, or uh, other people in the comment section. But there's always some fun stuff in there. But in this video, drop your predictions in the comments section below your predicted player of the game, your bold prediction, your score prediction. Let us know all of those in the comments section. We really appreciate it. Check out everything going on over at BucksNation.com. 
Follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding weekend. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, be good to one another. Thank you so much for joining us right here at Locked On Bucks.